This is Survivor to Thriver with Chelsea Quint. Thank you for being here. Hello, loves, and welcome back to the podcast. I am Chelsea Quint. If you are new here, I am a life and business coach, a healer, a yoga and meditation teacher, among many other things. And above all, I'm so grateful that you are here. So uh, I took a week off from the podcast and it was an interesting week. There's been there's been some funkiness. I've just been moving through some old patterns um, of, of self-sabotage and shifting. And it got me really observing some of my own negativity, my own patterns, right? My own funkiness. Because as much as I've done tremendous amounts of work and healing and shifting and all of the things. I've really dedicated my life to this whole practice of living a spiritual life, of following my spiritual path. Um, but I still, I'm, I'm a human in it with everyone. And so it's gotten me really aware these past funky couple of weeks of the ways in which I hold myself back the ways in which I self-sabotage, and all of those kind of patterns that the unconscious patterning that creates any of the things in our lives that we don't like, right? Because here's the thing. You, it's impossible to suck at manifesting. You can't be bad at manifesting because you are always manifesting, period. You can be bad at manifesting what you want. You can be bad at manifesting positive things, good things, pleasurable things, enjoyable things. That is fully possible. You can be excellent at manifesting tough situations, funky moods, breakups, chaos, trauma, turmoil, what have you. You can be you can be a pro at manifesting that. I can attest. I I have been a pro at manifesting all of those things. But the reality is you are always manifesting. And the thing is most people, not you listening to this, you're, you're a little bit more woke if you are listening to this. But most people, including myself at times, are manifesting unconsciously. They're going through life complaining about what they don't have, what isn't fair, take, putting themselves in the victim seat and acting like life is happening to them and not for them. Acting like they are not infinitely powerful, limitless creatures who have the power to heal themselves, to manifest the life they want, to change the world. And frankly, it's, it's a little easier to live that way. Because fully owning your power, owning the fact that everything in your life you have created, you at some point agreed to, whether it was a soul contract or something you manifested in real time, it was, it was consensual. It was a choice. And accepting that is hard. 
And further, accepting that, therefore, if you want something different, you're going to have to do things differently. You're going to have to sit with what's uncomfortable. That's, that's tricky. It doesn't always feel good. Right? And so that's why a lot of people stay in the victim seat because it feels safer. It feels easier. It feels, it feels better in a way. And I think there's a really liberating moment when you realize that this is true for you. When you realize and admit to yourself like, yeah, actually, me playing the victim is a little more comfortable. It feels safer. It feels easier. It feels more natural. Because when you admit that to yourself, it's like you turn the light on to like, oh, maybe that's why I've been self-sabotaging. And so for me, as I've been, it was, I had a really crappy situation with someone who I, with a business relationship um, a couple months ago, and they just behaved in a way that was very out of, I thought out of character, maybe it wasn't character, I don't know, I don't want to judge this person, but they behaved in a way that was really crappy and disrespectful, Um, and it, it left me feeling really crappy and hit, hit on a lot of my my lower self-worth patterns that are still in there of like, oh my God, was it my fault? Did I create this? What, what did I do wrong? And, and a lot of those sort of feeling like I'm broken, feeling like I'm not good enough. And so if something bad happens, it must be my fault because I'm always the bad one. That's a, a big pattern that I've had is I'm the bad one. And so if anything goes wrong, it's my fault. If there's a breakup, if something like it, it, it's been, it's been a gnarly pattern. There have been some ridiculous places it's showed up. Um, so that pattern got triggered and it's, it's run a little bit amok in my life because that's what happens, right? When these shadow parts of ourselves, call it a pattern, call it your fear voice, call it your ego, call it whatever. When these shadow parts of ourselves come out, they can take over because they are strong. They kick us into that survival mode of, oh my God, how do I make sure no one finds out this pattern? How do I make myself feel better? How do I avoid this feeling? How do I make sure no one sees this part of myself that makes me unlovable, broken, too much, not enough, etc.? It kicks us into that survival mode of I have to put on the mask, I have to run away, I have to hide and not feel it and watch the Netflix and drink the wine and just unplug because it hurts too bad to sit with the shadow. Because it hurts too much. Because I can't risk anyone seeing it. The only thing is, <laughs> that keeps you in the shadow. And that keeps you feeling separate, broken, not whole. Because the truth is that is a part of you. And there's a way to sit with those parts of you. And by sitting with the parts of yourself that you don't like, that you haven't accepted, that you're afraid of, that you don't, that don't feel good, by sitting with them, letting the feelings move through you, use breath, use sound to move through the pain, the shame, the guilt. And then ask those parts of yourself what they need. Bring your present healing self into those moments of like, okay, when the inner child takes over, And she's like running amok and causing you to do all sorts of crazy things. What does she really need? What is she really running from? What is she trying to avoid feeling? What is she trying to feel? 
you can give the versions of you, the pained, tender versions of you, what they need. And that allows you to integrate the parts of yourself and then stop trying to hide from them, stop trying to hide them from other people and start showing up as a more authentic, whole, unapologetic, confident, empowered version of you. It's really, it's a little bit esoteric. It's a little bit, it's deep work. It's work that I guide my clients through because it is, it can be kind of hard of like, okay, but how do I do that exactly? If you're curious, check out either my one-on-one private mentorship or Divine Desires. We do start to dig into that work um, in those places. It's something that comes up. So definitely check those out. I'll leave the links in the show notes for you guys. If you want to know how do I go deeper with this. So for me, what was happening was I was in this funky pattern of, oh my God, I'm not good enough. I'm the bad one. I did something wrong and something happened. And that pattern kept kind of showing up. And here's the frustrating part about these old patterns is that so often they are so charged with emotions. There's fear, there's shame, there's guilt, there's unworthiness, there's all this emotional charge underneath. And what that emotional charge does is it, it acts like a snowball effect. It has this snowball effect of, okay, so there's all this shame, there's this fear, there's this guilt, and it's old. This is old stuff from an old pattern that you decided on when you were five or three or 15 or what have you. But emotions are, are magnetic. That's why feeling the feelings of what you want to manifest is, is the most powerful part of the process because it magnetizes good things to you. It magnetizes vibrationally what you want to you. So negative feelings act the same way. And I say negative feelings just in, I don't, I, I, I don't think it's beneficial to place a value judgment on feeling angry is bad. Feeling unworthy is bad. Feeling shame is bad. No, they're just negative emotions because we, they don't feel good to feel. Anything that does not feel good to feel is out of alignment to me. Anything that feels good to feel is in alignment. So just a little little tangent there. But negative emotions that come with these patterns, they act like a snowball. And this is why it's so important to have a daily practice of checking back in with yourself. Because if you're going through life kind of unconscious, then you'll probably be aware that you got triggered, right? That a crappy thing happened and it gives you that knot in your stomach. Maybe you have some intrusive images that come into your brain. You remember the time or the language shifts, the time when this happened, whatever. You're probably aware that you're getting triggered, right? But if you don't have a consistent practice of checking back in with yourself and noticing like, okay, where, how, how have I been acting? Have I been acting as my highest self? Have I been moving toward my goals, my vision, or have I been acting from kind of old programming, old emotions, old feelings? 
if you don't check back into that, then the snowball effect is going to happen, right? You feel the trigger. If you don't deal with it in the moment and you don't bring it into practice later that night or the next day or with your coach or your therapist in the weekend, whatever, if you don't process that situation, the trigger, then your negative shame feeling, guilt feeling, whatever it is, your negative feeling in your energy field that has been tripped up and activated is going to magnetize more shame, more shittiness, more negative emotions to you. Now, it's not like you're being punished for feeling a bad feeling. That's not what it is. It's, it's I mean, for one, it's just vibration. It's just the way it works. <laughs> but for two, it's more and more opportunities for you to shift. The universe is bringing you more negativity to bring to hopefully snap you out of it and be like, hey, look where you're acting from. Look at the pattern. Please shift because it's not making you feel good. <laughs> It's not making you be able to do better. So let's let's shift. So all of the additional negative snowball effect of more negative emotions, feeling less motivated, feeling bitterness, getting into comparison and jealousy, feeling like the victim, getting into blame, like all of those more negative emotions and then more negative patterns and then negative emotions and then negative thoughts and then more negative emotions and negative behaviors. All of that is just like, hey, what's it going to take for you to wake up? And realize, oh, I've been in a trigger and acting from a wounded place and a victim place for the last week, month, year. And the good news is you get faster (laughs) at realizing like, oh, I am out of alignment. I am living in a funky old pattern. (laughs) And the faster you realize, then you can start to celebrate like, oh my God, it only took me a week this time. It only took me a month. Last time I was in this for six months and I was wreaking havoc on my life, right? Or it only took me an hour or a day, right? You get faster and that gets to be really exciting. So the story isn't like, oh my God, I have been in a funky pattern for a week now? Shit. It's like, no, oh, I was only in it for a week this time instead of a month. How great. But when you have a daily alignment practice, It does get harder when you're in the negative loop because from my experience, when you get into the negativeness, it's like, ugh, I don't want to meditate because meditation is stupid or I don't deserve to meditate or this isn't even going to help because you're in this sort of survival mode of like, oh my God, I just got to do the things. I got to, meditation isn't going to help me. I just have to get through my to-do list. Like whatever your kind of patterns or stories are, they they show up and it can become more more resistance will likely show up around doing the things that will get you back into alignment. But when you have built a solid daily practice that is your foundation, that is your bedrock, you keep coming back to it. And that to me is how you flex the muscle of strengthening your intuition, of living more and more from a place of love, alignment, trust, faith, and less out of those old patterns of fear, shame, guilt, not enough, and unworthiness. So my hope is that as you're listening to this, you can take some nuggets of wisdom away, including if you don't have a daily practice or if you've fallen off of your daily practice. Spend some time investing in that. Spend some time looking at what can I do to 
connect to myself daily, to listen to my intuition daily, to feel my feelings on a daily basis, to check into emotionally, mentally, spiritually how I am doing and create that daily practice for yourself and make it non-negotiable. And that you use that as your continual navigation. That is your guidance system of how am I doing and of when I'm doing, when I'm off kilter, what can I do to get back on track? Because the reality is you have the power to shift your emotions, right? Think about it. If you are feeling crappy, but then you put on your favorite song or you go and make yourself get to a yoga class and you move some energy and you sweat and you move or you go to a dance class or you go out on a walk and see a beautiful sunset or sunrise or whatever. When you make yourself do the thing and push through the resistance, you can change and you can shift out of that negative spiral, negative snowball of emotions and attracting more negative feelings into your life and shift into attracting more positive feelings into your life. You have that power and I believe that by creating a daily intention to check in with yourself mentally, emotionally, energetically, and spiritually, you create the opportunity for yourself to shift faster, to get back into alignment faster, to you just make things easy on, easier on yourself, guys. And recognize that, you know what? It is not always the easiest path. Feeling your feelings is not always the easiest. It's not always the most fun. Taking back your own power and not letting yourself off the hook by playing the victim, it's not always easy. <laughs> but if you want an extraordinary life, if you want to heal from things that maybe you didn't believe would be healable, or maybe you believed you'd have to be stuck in therapy for 10 years, or 20 years, or 30 years, or 40 years, or if you want to be rich without selling out and sacrificing your soul, if you want to have massive influence, impact, and income, there are you have to do things that are not in alignment with what you have been doing. Because the reality is, the life that you have around you, the pain you have around you, the lack you have around you, the fear and scarcity, and all the negative emotions you have around you are the result of you being and living and acting as the person who you have been being, living, and acting as. My suspicion is that as you are human, the person you've been being, living, and acting as is not your highest self. Maybe sometimes she's come through, he's come through, they've taken actions for you, right? But for the most part, if you were living as your highest self, you would be living your best life, as the kids say. So I really want to challenge you guys to make a daily commitment to checking in with yourself. Maybe that's a morning practice. Maybe it's an evening practice. I personally suggest both, but that can be intense. So start where you're at. Let it grow with you and start where you're at. But commit to checking on yourself daily and adjusting as you need. Give yourself what you need in order to feel positive, right? Ask yourself this question whenever you're feeling funky, what, what would feel good? 
It feels good when I dance. It feels good when I eat good food. It feels good when I go for walks. It feels good when I connect with friends, when I schedule that phone date. It feels good when I don't have unpaid bills that are nagging at me and pulling my energy. So pay the damn bills. It feels good when I, right, whatever. It feels good when I blah, 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 and then do those things. Start where you're at. Make it small if you need to, but ask what would feel good and then start taking small right actions so you can shift your energy, shift your frequency, and draw more good into your life. And I say this to you recognizing fully that it is hard. You guys, I have been in a funky space since that old pattern came up a month or so ago and I've had great days. I've had moments where it's great and I feel like it's shifted and then it comes back up. This is a big thing that's coming up for healing. So it's not about just ignoring it and spiritually bypassing and being like, oh, I'm going to ignore that. What do I do that feels good? It's about taking it into your daily practice. Learn a self-healing tool if you don't already. Grab my free tapping masterclass. Grab my chakra course. I have these free resources for you guys so that you can learn these tools. I have tapping videos on my Instagram channel. I have guided practices for you on this podcast. You have so many resources. Use them. And resources beyond, like find YouTube videos. You don't have to just use my resources, but find the self-healing tools that resonate with you and lean on them. Take the negative stories and the negative patterns into your embodiment practice. Take them into your journaling practice. Take them into your tapping practice. Take them into your yoga class, into your meditation, whatever it takes. Find your self-healing tools and do the work to clear out the negative emotion, feel the feelings, and then let it go. And then moment by moment, choose what would feel good and do that. What would feel good and do that. If you make a daily practice of this, I promise you will experience a shift. I promise, I promise, I promise. Because it's the principles that I'm working right now too. I am on this road with you guys. I am working it with you. I am working these principles with you. It's what I do. I ask myself what would feel good and then I do that. I make myself do it even if I don't have, don't want to or have resistance or I have bitterness or whatever. I do the damn thing because that is your job. Your energy is your job. Your energy is your power. Your intention, your desires, your energy are your power. And if you're not taking care of them, then the stress and the patterns are taking care of you and that's creating things in your life that you don't want. So I deeply encourage you to take your power back, turn this into a daily practice of watching yourself, of shifting, of healing. And repeat. Take your power back so that you can feel good, so that you can be clear, connected to your strength, to your intuition, to what you deeply desire. Because when you're clear on what you want and you feel good, then you do good. And when you do good, you bring more good into your life. So do what it takes to feel good. Do what it takes to heal the underlying negative emotions, to feel your feelings, and ultimately shift to a place of higher alignment, higher alignment with your highest self, alignment with the life that you desire, the love you desire, and the legacy that you desire to leave. 
let me know when you guys are listening to this. Go ahead and tag me in your Instagram stories. Send me a DM. Let me know what resonates with you and how you are applying this to your life. And if you haven't already, please, please leave a rating and review. It helps me massively to share this podcast, to get it out in the world, and to get these free resources, free insights, free information to as many people as possible. Thank you as always so much for listening. It means the absolute world to me that you do. Share this with a friend who you know would benefit from this, a friend who's been struggling. And as always, let me know what you guys need. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Survivor to Thriver with Chelsea Quint. I am so grateful that you did. Please go ahead and subscribe, rate, and review the podcast now if you're not already subscribed. And go ahead and share this episode, especially if it resonated with you. Share it across social media or with someone who you know would benefit. Stay tuned for more episodes as well as guided practices every single week. And as always, let me know what you think by following me on Instagram at chelsea.quint or sending in a voice note so that you can get some guidance, some feedback, and some insight on one of the next episodes. Have a great rest of your day. I'm sending you so much love.